the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today. And, uh, wow, do we have a lot of breaking news that's that's unfolding uh, even as uh, you and I are um, are, are chatting, uh, we're going to get to all of it today. Uh, and I want to start in Nashville, Tennessee, where we have received word from uh, Stephen Crowder, Louder with Crowder. Uh, you know him, a great YouTube, conservative YouTube guy. And uh, he was able to obtain the exclusive the exclusive copy of the Nashville School Shooters Manifesto. You know, it's been, what, eight months now, and we've been waiting to see this manifesto to understand, to see if we might be able to understand exactly uh, why this uh, transgender person, this woman who thought she was a man, why she shot at that school. Three children were killed, three adults killed at the Nashville Covenant School. And it has caused a lot of um, angst uh, across the nation, not the least of which is because of the Southern Baptist Convention, the nation's largest non-Catholic denomination. And uh, they jumped in. Apparently, there were some connections between some of the leaders and the school, and uh, they were among those who said, no, we cannot release this manifesto. It cannot see the light of day. But what we ought to be focused on are the guns. We got to go after the guns. We got to get the guns. And uh, the Republican governor uh, here in uh, Tennessee, a guy by the name of Bill Lee, did the bidding of the Southern Baptist Convention and uh, launched this effort under the code name Red Flag Laws to get our guns. And a shocking number of Republicans actually signed on board with the governor and the Southern Baptist Convention. But they, it was interesting because the police department, uh, they've been more than willing to release the manifesto. And you, it just seems to, to, no one seemed to understand why. Why could they not release the manifesto? The, the shooter was killed, taken out by hero cops. Everything, you have, you know, everything has settled down. There was no, there was no clear and present danger. So why would they not release the, the manifesto? And I posited at the time, that the reason why they were not releasing that manifesto is very simple, because it goes against the narrative that they were trying to shove down our throats. And that narrative was, gotta get the guns. That was it. 
But now, uh, according to the um, according to the manifesto, which was obtained by Stephen Crowder, and before we go any further, I need to share this with you. Only three pages of the manifesto have been released. There's a lot of information in those three pages. I personally called the Nashville Metro uh, Davidson Police Department uh, before the show. I asked if they could confirm that this was, in fact, the manifesto, and they said they could not at this time confirm that information. They said there may or may not be some sort of a press release coming a little bit later on. So we'll keep you updated on that. But I just you need to make sure that, that you understand the police department has yet to authenticate what Steven Crowder put out there. But it's all over the place now. So here we go. The Nashville Transgender Manifesto. They uh, the, the individual, she said, I hope I have a high death count. And this is why the following sentence is why this was not supposed to be released. Because the shooter within the manifesto specifically targeted students with white privilege. I told you, it, it, flied, it, it flies in the face of the narrative. And the narrative is that every white person is bad, every white person has privilege, and every white person gets what's coming to them. She actually referred to the day of the shooting, which was March the 7th of this year, as Death Day. She says, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims are not. I hope I have a high death count. Kill those kids. Going to fancy private schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. And here we go. Hale said, I want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little F-words with your white privilege. She actually uses the gay slur. I mean, technically, that's a hate crime. Apparently, it's not a hate crime to call a white person a cracker. Go figure. She says, I want to kill all you little crackers. There were several times I could have been caught, especially uh, back in the summer of 2021. Might be 10 minutes tops, might be 3 to 7. It's going to go quick. And fortunately, the cops intervened and uh, sent her to the lake of fire, where she will spend eternity. It's pretty despicable stuff here, folks. But what's even more despicable is the behavior of the government and the Southern Baptist Convention. Because, ladies and gentlemen, those organizations knew what was in that manifesto. They knew what was there. And they didn't want anybody else to know about it because their issue was we got to get the guns. But now we know that the reason why those people are dead in Nashville is because of critical race theory. It's because of wokeness that has infected our nation's public school system. So anyway... Good job, Stephen Crowder um, and the team there. Andy No, uh, also getting a copy of the uh, the manifesto. Three pages. We'll let you know if um, if more is leaked out. All right. Can we talk about what's uh, what's go- what happened over the weekend here? Because I I felt rage. I haven't felt rage in a very long time, but I felt rage over the weekend. The the nation's capital was overrun. Did you see this? The, these insane videos coming out. Tens of thousands of people marching in the streets. 
and they're waving the Palestinian flag. A lot of the women are covered from head to toe in their little burkas. And then you've got all the LGBT crowd, and they just, I don't, I, I don't know if they feel left out. They feel the need to be affirmed by the Muslims. I don't know. But they're all there. It's sort of a motley crew standing up for, for the Palestinians. So tens of thousands marching in the streets over the weekend, causing all sorts of mayhem. So they show up at the White House and Lafayette Park. And if you've been to that area, you should know it well because uh, in that Lafayette Park, you have Lafayette Statue, and then you have St. John's Church. Uh, nearby, you have the Blair House, which is where uh, the president-elect and his wife always stay on Inauguration Day. So it's a very historic area. So anyway, the these Muslims, and it's a mostly Muslim crowd, they show up and they are just incensed. At this point, they've been doing it all day. And then it's nighttime, and that's when things really get wild. And they're out there, and they're vandalizing the statues and the monuments. They're spray-painting crap on all the stuff. They're they're doing horrible, horrible things. Went into a McDonald's, and they, they destroyed the McDonald's. If I'd have been the owner, I would have been throwing McRib sandwiches at them. Then they would have been running out the front door. That's what I would have done. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, only the only the bad guys can hold can have guns in in Washington D.C. So, I mean, if you're a McDonald's franchise, you're grabbing the the closest pork you've got and you're throwing it at the invading horde. I mean, that's what I would do. That's why we that's why we have around the perimeter of our beautiful broadcast bunker here in Memphis, Tennessee. We we have the first line of defense. Courtesy of our local barbecue establishments, we've got we've got slow cookers all 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 around the perimeter. Again, we're not gonna we're not gonna have a terrorist come within a mile of this place, safest place in Memphis. So anyway, <laughs> this is terrible. So anyway, they show up at the White House, and we've got the um, here's some of the uh, some of the audio cut number one. The White House gates have been vandalized. The streets are strewn with trash. But the biggest insult is here in Lafayette Park with General Lafayette. The Palestinian flag was raised and it still remains. And they have this free Palestinian graffiti. They have it here. Um, the General Lafayette and his compatriots, free Palestine, they have raised the Palestinian flag on the grounds of the White House at Lafayette Park and walk around with me. Look at this. I have, I've never been so outraged. They've raised the Palestinian flag and more graffiti. More graffiti. Look at this. Free Palestine. You see this? Free Palestine. And look at this sign. Look at this sign. Decolonize Palestine. Decolonize the United States. Workers World Party. It is unreal. It is unreal. I hate it to even touch it. This is what we've become. How can we allow this? How, how could the law enforcement watch for somebody to raise the Palestinian flag on the ground of the people's house? And we got to pay for this cleanup. All right. That was Armstrong Williams, who is a great conservative uh, journalist. And he lives in Washington and he was disgusted by this. So last night at the White House, 
there was this massive rally, and they're chanting over and over and over again. And I, I'm, we'll we'll hunt down the audio here. They're chanting Allahu Akbar, Allahu. They're they're chanting, uh, and they're calling for an uh, intifada. So these people are literally marching in the streets, and this goes beyond an insurrection. They want to take over the country. And so they're banging on the, the fence. You can actually see them shaking the fence. People are jumping up, and they're scaling the fence. They've got the Palestinian flags. Now, Biden's not there. If he had been there, maybe it would have been handled differently. But the Secret Service never intervened. I mean, you've got people, they're literally painting, they've got red paint, and they're smearing the paint on the, the White House gates. They're storming the gates, trying to get inside the building. And I was just wondering, well, what, well, what happens when they make it inside? Are they going to head right to the cutlery and start chopping people's heads off? I mean, what are they going to do? And then finally, I guess they got tired. It had been a long day, and they just, they leave. I was angry, and it it made me wonder if if um, if James Madison was that angry when he saw the British horde invading Washington, and when they he saw the the British burning down the White House. I think if they would have gotten in, I think they would have tried to burn down the White House. I, I really do. This was a raging mob. And, and folks, I don't know if you, you've, saw, you've seen the images, but we're talking about tens of thousands in Washington, hundreds of thousands of people all over America marching in the streets, calling for genocide against the Jews and us. So they're coming after, they're coming after us too, the United States of America, all of us Christians. They're coming after the Christians and they're coming after the Jews. I mean, it's very simple. That's, that's what this is really all about. Now, my question is, can we stop them? I mean, there is grave, grave concern in Washington right now that there will be terrorist attacks. Not an if, but there will be terrorist attacks on American soil. Are we going to be able to, are we going to be able to save the country? And by the way, yesterday, another report came in, military-aged men from the Middle East crossing our southern border. Are you paying attention right now? What went through your mind as you saw those pro-Hamas Muslims lay siege to our capital? 844-747-8868. This is our toll-free telephone number. You will need it if you want to call in today. 844 844- 747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. America is at a tipping point. Hi, everybody. Todd Stern's here, and I want to tell you about a new movie you have to see. It's from my good friend, Dinesh D'Souza. The movie is called Police State, and it exposes the government's relentless persecution of the conservative MAGA movement. The America we know and love is becoming more and more like a police state every day. The FBI turned its eye away from the real dangers in the world to target what they call domestic terrorists. With a totalitarian agenda, that's literally treating conservative Americans like criminals. They're targeting their political enemies, using mass surveillance and censorship, indoctrinating our kids, threatening our families with military-style raids on our homes, threatening people like you and me who speak our minds and stand up for freedom of speech 
freedom of religion, our God-given American liberties. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Schooley, police state sounds the alarm. If you demand your freedom, they're coming after you. So how do we get here, and how do we turn the tide of this tyrannical government agenda? You have to see this movie, Police State. Buy it or stream it now at policestatefilm.net. That's policestatefilm.net. All right, this this is just coming in from out on the West Coast. This is the port of Tacoma in Washington, where Antifa and pro-Palestinian activists are now blocking a U.S. military ship from loading weapons and supplies being sent to Israel. All right, folks, can what world are we living in right now? You're telling me that you've got pro-Palestinian activists who are actively trying to block our military from doing their jobs? Are these people not armed with weapons? Unbelievable. By the way, my apologies, my voice, uh, we're, we're going through, it's like 30 degrees one day, 80 degrees the next, so the voice is a little off today. We're going to do our best to bring you uh, the kind of show that you have come to expect, but uh, bear with me, I may be popping some Ricola just a little bit later on. Uh, let's go to the phone lines, 844-747-8868, Robert in Jackson, Tennessee. WTJS, our great affiliate there. Hi, Robert, what's on your mind? Well, first off, brother, we being West Tennesseans, uh, I feel your pain on your voice, but, you know, ENT doctors get rich here in West Tennessee. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they, especially this time of year. You're right about that. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, just... I, were you just telling me about what's going on at a, at a port? I mean, how much is enough? Because this is no different than the January 6th. This is worse. And these people hate us and want to kill us. And it, it, it just blows my mind that the so-called woke people, they don't understand if they ever take control, the woke people are going to go meet Jesus or the lake of fire. They're not going to live happily ever after under uh, Sharia law. And that's what these folks want. They want to transform America. And we know who started that. You know, Obama planted the seed to transform America. Robert, a thousand percent. You're a thousand percent right here. It goes all the way back to Barack Obama. And then, of course, the report out, just a few days ago, that Obama is acting really almost as a shadow government, uh, giving guidance and direction to to Joe Biden. Well, no, Biden doesn't know where he is. Uh, you know, True. I'm a retired mental health therapist. If Biden does not have dementia, I'm not talking to you right now. Mm. He has all of the overt signs. No telling what his doctor and his family knows. Robert, about, but I've got about. I've got about 30 seconds here, and I'm curious to know from you, when you saw that crowd at the gates of the White House screaming Allahu Akbar, what was going through your mind as a patriotic American? Well, I'm also a veteran of the National Guard. We are under attack. You better wake up and better keep your powder dry. That's it. Wow. Robert, very well said. A good hearing, good hearing from you, and uh, thanks, thanks for calling in. Robert is right, ladies and gentlemen. The enemy is here. They are living among us, and they are marching in our streets. I mean, it really is that simple, and you need to be prepared. You, I was doing some research last night 
just on stuff that you would not even begin to imagine, but things that you would need in the event um, that things get really bad here. I'll, I'll jump into more of that coming up after the break, but you got to be prepared, folks. This is this is getting ugly, and it's getting ugly quickly. All right, 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is The Todd Stern Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypello.com slash starns. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size mypello for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, good to have you with us. And apparently, there are no throat lozenges in the uh, building. I, maybe somebody thought they were Altoids. I, no, they're not Altoids. It's Ricola. So, anyways, somebody clearly maybe may have a contact high in the building today. Um, all right. So, uh, right now, I want to give you an update on what's happening. Uh, they're not letting cameras into the courtroom. So we can only rely on these transcripts that are coming out. President Trump in New York. And let me tell you something, folks. You would be, you would be incredibly proud of your president right now because Donald Trump is kicking some butt. And he's especially going after Letitia James. Uh, he's up on the stand. And I want to go. This is the back and forth. Uh, the, the attorney general's lawyer says, you don't believe the AG's positions? Trump says, and he's he's looking directly at her in the face. I think she's a political hack who wants to be governor. It's a disgrace this case is going on. Legal scholars agree with me. This is a political witch hunt, and I think she ought to be ashamed of herself. The AG says, do you agree with the AG? These are overvalued, talking about the properties. Trump's lawyer says, asked and answered. Then the judge starts screaming. They all hate Trump, by the way. The, they hate him. And the judge Ingeron, he's the card carrier member of the ACLU, and he's a commie. No, it's not been answered. It's not been answered. Trump's lawyer says it has been, and why are you yelling? What's your problem, pal? Anyway, Trump says disclaimer clause, and the judge says, no, we are not going to hear about that. Read my opinion about that. Then Trump says he called me a fraud, and he didn't know anything about me. This is great. Good for you, Mr. President. They're going to run out of there crying. You watch Letitia James. She's got that smirk on her face. Yeah, Trump just wiped that smirk off of her face. Beautiful. All right, let's go to the phone lines here. 844-747-8868. Scott in Conway, Arkansas, listening to us on the great KWAM. 
Hi, Scott. What's going on? Hey, Todd. How are you again? I'm well. Thank you for asking. Great. Hey, you know, you remember when we, you and I, I'm a little older than you. We were growing up and we would see these, uh, these uh, newscasts with all these people riding in other countries. And, you know, the first thing I would say to myself is, man, I'm glad I live in the United States where this kind of stuff doesn't happen. You know, this border policy that Biden-Bama has done has has totally, that's the reason they're there now doing that because of our open borders. And Obama's sitting in his big comfy chair with a big smile on his face going, that's exactly what I wanted to happen. This is exactly what I wanted. And you know what, Todd? When I look at the United States flag, I always tear up. But those tears now are not for tears of patriotism. They're tears of fear because we've crossed the line that I don't think we can go back. Even with Donald Trump, he could be the president today. And and all the, the leftists that are in our government would go against it. I don't know that we can go back from this, Todd. I really don't. I don't know that we can fix this problem now. Scott, here... Here's what I'm thinking, and this was my concern. First of all, I knew the president had not was not in the White House, so that wasn't a big deal, but it could have been. And look, he's the president of the United States. He's a demented old fool, but he's our president. And you don't want to see these Muslims out there dragging the president of the United States out of the White House and hurting him on the lawn of the White House. They, they would have – look, there are people out there that want to do that. I mean, there is a great evil – and, and, Scott, as I was looking at that scene unfold, one thought came to mind. I don't think the Secret Service can stop this mob. Nope. nope. I, there's too many of them. And, and, and when you look, look at what's happening in Memphis, Tennessee, we've got thousands of them here in Memphis that are marching in the streets. Well, they can't do it, Todd, because, number one, they're not equipped for it. They're not strong enough to do it. And they, yeah. these are the ones who allowed this to happen. What do they expect? These aren't votes for Joe Biden. These are people that want to see him dead. So it's true. You've seen it. So there, there's my take, Todd. I appreciate it, Scott. I appreciate. No, thank you for calling in. Look, this is this is a a very troubling development, ladies and gentlemen. And I am telling you, you need to just. I, I I'm just telling you, you need to prepare yourself. Now, we don't know what's going to happen. Only God knows the future. God knows everything that's going to happen, but we don't. So we have to prepare, and this is not an ad for anybody at all. But but God forbid, they and, and here's my take on this, and, and if you, some of you may disagree with this, and that's okay. But I do believe that if there is going to be an attack on American soul, I mean an attack that will take us out, it's going to be some sort of an EMP attack. They, they will they will knock out the electrical grid and it'll take us back to you know the 1700s 1800s it's going to be bad you need to prepare yourself for that and you need to prepare now you need to be doing things and you know for example looking at um, battery powered generators or looking at ways to protect your electronics and there are ways you can protect your electronics from an EMP attack there are things you can do. But you've got to research. You've got to make sure if you live in the city that you've got an escape route out of that city. And you, if you've got a bug out somewhere, that you know where you're going to be going. Might be a good idea to have some property in the country. Dig a well. Get some solar panels. Get these things out there that, that you might be able to use. 
um, if everything goes south. Make sure you have plenty of seeds. You know how to plant a garden. You know how to harvest. You know how to can. Look, these are things that we used to teach. Everybody used to do this back in the day. But but not anymore. So you've just got to prepare. And we do have this um, this organization that we work with, uh, preparewithtodd.com, and you can order the food and the supplies and whatnot. Look, I, I've been stocking up for the past couple of weeks, just getting things, uh, jugs for for water, um, getting canned foods, uh, food items that, that won't expire. You don't know what's going to happen here, folks. And it could go south very quickly, and you've got to be prepared. You don't have to be scared. You don't have to be afraid. You just have to be prepared. That's all. That that's that's the point of that. I don't want to dwell on that right now. But I'm just telling you, that would be a concern to me. An EMP device going off. And there are so many people in this country who hate us, and Obama let them into this country. This is what you are seeing happening right now on American soil. This is Obama's doing, ladies and gentlemen. Do not forget it. All right, let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Patty is listening to us on the great WSIC. Hi, Patty. What's on your mind? Hey, Todd. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking, Patty. I'm glad. And you, you, you are so spot on with everything. And I, you know, it's just me and my daughter, Nicole. I have, like, family in Jersey. But, um, you know, I digress. They do their own thing. <laughs> but anyway, I want to say something about the, the trial. Um, I think, you know, it, it's all about making him broke. They want to take his money away. They want to destroy this man. They, they, they do. They, they really do. And, and given the choice, Patty, I'm just telling you, we have some very evil, dangerous people in very powerful positions in our country right now. And given the choice, they would, this man, they would, they would have him in prison. He would die in prison. And if there was a death penalty involved, they would, they would try to hang this man. You know what scares me, Todd? I'm afraid somebody is going to try to take him out. I uh, completely agree. Completely agree. And you know what? I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't I don't discuss a lot because like, people I talk to, you know, some are on politics. Some, you know, they don't agree with everything. I, you know what? I am so sick of these bleeding hearts, too. You know what? Let me tell you, this country, I've never seen a country go down so quick in three, almost three years. It's, I, I've never. I mean, now, even the guy that called before, I agree with him. They're against everybody. They want to take even the old man out. They want to take him out. They will take everybody out. You know what? And all the and all the gays that are marching with these people, watch out because guess what? You'll be the first to go. Oh my gosh, Patty, this is so true. Look, um, a lot to unravel here, but I'm telling you, the this LGBT issue. You've got all these folks out there, and a lot of them are being confronted. You know they want to pal- they want to be able to march alongside you know the the Palestinians the Muslims, and they're not having it. They're like, no, no we don't like you people, and, they, and and they're not getting it, Patty. These kids are so stupid. Um, they don't understand that their lives are in greater danger than even the Jews and the Christians under a under Islamic rule. There was an interview that was done, and this was trending on social media over the weekend. 
uh, in Germany where they were interviewing these rampaging Muslims, and they interviewed one of the guys, and he said, hey, look, you know, here's what's going to happen. Um, it wasn't in English. It was translated. And the guy said, you know, we're going to be taking over Germany, and when, when we do, we're going to be throwing people off of the cliffs. You know, everyone will be forced to convert to Islam. And that's what this is really all about. I'm reading a book right now, Patty, uh, by my good buddy Michael Youssef, who pastors a church in uh, Atlanta. And it really it's called Jesus, Jihad, and Peace, What Bible Prophecy Says About World Events Today. And, you know, when, when they talk, talk about conquering the world, the, the Islamic faith means they're going to conquer the world. They, they are serious about that. You know what's the scary part, too? You know what the scary part is? We have it right here. Obama is, is, is running the show. He's, he's the guy. He's the, head, he's the head honcho in the United States with the Islam. That's it. That's it. And, Patty, I don't care if you're in Statesville, North Carolina, or if you're in Houston, Texas. Everybody has to prepare. Everybody's got to get ready. You're right. And I love you. Patty, good hearing from you. Hang in there. We're going to get through it, people. Um, and, again, our number, 844-747-8868. I will say this. Um, what a great first week we had uh, with Newsmax N2 launching so many new listeners, and we want to welcome everybody all over America. Uh, we will be simulcasting again, and this is the way it's going to work here, folks. We simulcast the last hour of the radio program on Newsmax 2, and uh, then after the radio show concludes, I host a one-hour special. Last week, we had a great interview with Laura Trump. You can go to our website, and you can actually uh, check out that interview, and uh, you can watch it. It was a lot of fun. Today, we've got our good buddy, Tony Perkins. Uh, he's going to be joining us. Also, uh, Congressman Andy Ogles from Tennessee. So a lot, to, a lot to discuss with those guys later on today on the Todd Stern Show radio and TV. Now, one final thing, and uh, before we go to break here, uh, we're very excited about our newsletter. Look, here's the deal. Um, I've been a little frustrated with our newsletter. Just going to be real with you, with everybody for a moment here. And because we've been sending out a lot of stuff, and I know you guys don't like that. I don't like that. So we've decided to try something different, and we'd like to get your feedback on this. And And I really do want your feedback. So we are now sending two emails a day, one in the morning and the other in the evening. And it will include some of the top stories. We're not going to overwhelm you with 30 stories. We're talking about the top five, top uh, six stories of the day. In the morning, we're going to help you start your day off with a good Bible verse. And uh, we just want to give you something that is not going to clutter your inbox. And so we've, we've decided to step back and we're going to do something else. And this is what we're doing. And we started it today. Um, if you would like to subscribe, it's very simple. Go to toddstarns.com scroll to the very bottom of the page, you'll see a big red sign that says subscribe. And uh, that's going to get you uh, the newsletter. Folks, this is the only way around this censorship that all of us are now facing on social media. And it's crazy. And everybody's going through it. I, I've been talking to other radio hosts, and it's just tough. So we decided to go old school we're not going to overwhelm you with the emails. If there's a massive breaking news story, okay, fine. We may send a special alert out. But by and large, on an average day, you're going to get two emails, one in the morning and one at night. 
So anyway, subscribe, check it out, let us know what you think about it, and uh, if you'd like to sample it, um, you know, just uh, give it a look-see. All right, got to take a break here, folks. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right. Welcome back. So much to talk about today, people. So, look, Speaker Mike Johnson, man, do they hate this guy. Now, keep in mind that in society's eyes, the perfect family, all right? You just think about the perfect family, the modern-day leave-it-to-beaver family. It would be Pete Booty Judge and uh, his uh, husband, Chastity. No beaver in that world. No, there's, there's no beaver in that family. It's... Leave it to me for this. Anyway, um, so so anyway, they believe society believes that that's the epitome of the perfect family, right? That is the modern family. I believe they had a television show by that name. So anyway, um, along comes Speaker Mike Johnson, good and decent man. He and his wife would be the modern day leave it to Beaver family, and they've got the kids. They go to church. And so one of the great things about um, about Mike Johnson is he is a man who who lives out his faith. And so anyway, there is a um, an app, and we're not going to have time to get to the audio of this, so I'll just we'll we'll play it later on in the show. But anyway, Rolling Stone came out with this with this expose. Speaker Johnson uses his son to hold him accountable to not watch pornography. And you're like, wait, what? Okay, I didn't even know. I didn't know anything about the story, but as soon as I saw the headline, I'm like, okay, something's not right here. And, of course, it wasn't. Mike Johnson and his son were at a Promise Keepers event, and one of the things they they came across was some great software called Covenant Eyes. And you put it onto your computer, and it holds you accountable, right? So if you're a guy and uh, you've got other guys in, say, your men's Bible study group or church and church Sunday school class and um, they're all taking part in this. So let's just say that you go to a website that you're not supposed to go to. Well, guess what's going to happen? The buddies and your your accountability partners are going to get a notification. And it's all about holding each other accountable. And so Speaker Johnson and his son are accountability partners. And Rolling Stone is making that out to be like it's weird and creepy as if there is nothing wrong with pornography. When in fact, pornography is is the greatest scourge in this country right now when it comes to men and relationships. But Rolling Stone says, oh, that's evil. How dare Mike Johnson do something? How dare Mike Johnson 
keep his son from looking at porn. <laughs> what? This is how ludicrous it is. Do you understand? I, I wrote about this in my book, Culture Jihad, several years ago. 2019, that book came out. And I said, we live in a time where right is wrong and wrong is right. Our values have been turned upside down. And here we are, where in the eyes of society, the perfect family is not mommy and daddy and the kids. It's daddy and daddy, or in a new case over the weekend, a mom who became a dude and the dad became a woman and the kids are all transgender. They think that's the perfect modern family. We're screwed up as a country, ladies and gentlemen. And we we talk a lot about Sodom and Gomorrah. We need to be looking at the fall of Rome. That's where we need to be paying very close attention. Look at what happened. Look at the events that led up to the fall of Rome. Ladies and gentlemen, we are walking that path as a country right now. All right, hang tight. We've got more coming your way. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today. Trust you are doing well. So, a couple of big, big races tomorrow that we're going to be looking at following all over America. Uh, the uh, There's a governor's race in Kentucky. Uh, there's also some big races in Virginia, not the governor's race, but you've got some uh, races in the House of Delegates. Believe it or not, they've got a guy running in Virginia. Oh, Virginia, as they used to call it uh, back in the day. Uh, there's a guy running, and he's a Democrat. And uh, he's a he's a big Satanist guy. So he was uh, promoting Satan clubs in the little primary school in Chesapeake, Virginia. And uh, so he's also written some books about demons for children. And uh, there you go. So this guy's uh, this guy's running. Um, He's got the endorsement of Eric Holder and Planned Parenthood and the LGBT alphabet activist people and. Um, or what? And to use a demon lingo, uh, he has a legion of uh, followers there. The good news is that particular district very conservative. We've got that story up at todsterns.com. dot com. You got to go. You got to go read it. Anyway, um, very conservative district. So I don't think the guy's got a snowball's chance of uh, you know where of winning. Sorry, a uh, demon person, you. Uh, also in Mississippi, M I crooked letter, crooked letter I, crooked letter, crooked letter I, humpback, humpback I. The Magnolia State, big governor's race there. Tate Reeves going up against a guy by the last name of Presley, who's related to the to the king of rock and roll. And that guy's a Democrat, but his ads make him sound like a, a Republican. I was watching. Uh, yeah, well, hold on. I'll, I'll, let's bring in our good buddy Dalton Glasscock because he's got his own race tomorrow in Wichita. 
We've been Dalton. You may be the most famous city councilman in all of America soon to be. Well, hey, with luckily I have none of those stories that you're just talking about. Satanist? I have not even yeah. heard of that as a type of candidate in Kansas. <laughs> so I don't know what's happened in other states across the country, but we don't have those problems in Kansas. Well, and now the Democrats are running on the Republican platform in Mississippi. Dalton, I'm watching a TV ad, and uh, the guy comes on. I'm I'm Elvis's cousin. And uh, I'm Mr. Presley, and I believe in God. I'm pro-life, and I know my pronouns. And I'm like, wait a second. We I'm can't... shocked you haven't sent me that link yet. So I was stunned. expecting to see that before you talk about it on air. Who, yeah, who knew? Who, well, I didn't want to get the guy free advertising. Fair, so, fair. Uh, if, if he wants to pay for it. Anyway, um, so all that to say, ladies and gentlemen, a lot going on. It's hard to say if maybe the Kentucky race could be a bellwether for for Trump, but I I think by and large this is politics is local. I mean, at Dalton there in Wichita, you guys aren't running on a Trump or DeSantis or Haley ticket, are you? No, and I think people are tired of that conversation. And, you know, they know that that's going to be consuming most of their you know energy and news cycle next year. That I think people, I mean, when I'm out knocking on doors, that's not something people are asking me right now. I think people are just tired of the saturation of always having to think about politics all the time. As conservatives, I mean, the root is we don't believe government has all the answers. Yeah. So conservatives, more so than the leftists, uh, don't pay attention daily or don't want to have to pay attention daily. They just want a government that operates and is efficient and that they don't have to be concerned with taking their rights away every day. Here's how bad it is in, in places like beautiful Jackson, Mississippi. It used to be really one of the gems of the of the South, and now they're literally they can't even afford money to fill potholes. I mean, that's how bad it is. Uh, people are sick of the crime. They're leaving the big cities, and it's it's really hurting. It's really hurting people. Um, and and I think I think the average American Dalton, when they're going to vote for for you or to cast a ballot for you on election day. They're going because you've made some promises to those people, and they want you to deliver on those promises. You know, one of the biggest things that I've noticed at the doors is, you know, people have long ago lost trust with the federal government. You know, they've lost trust with the state government. And more recently, you have people losing trust with the local government, which is where people normally have the most trust when you look at, you know, reliability of government. And so we've had a breakdown of trust in institutions across the country, and you can't have a functioning society long term when no one trusts any institution in across the country, whether that be police, whether that be the FBI, whether that be local government, Congress, when you have a breakdown of institutions, you have a breakdown of society. Dalton, we've got a um, we've got a radical George Soros style district attorney in Memphis, a guy by the name of Steve Mulroy. He's a far left Democrat, and uh, he came out. We have the big crime numbers that just came out so far this year. Glasscock, over three hundred something people have been murdered. We're going to hit another record for murders in this town. Over 13,000 cars have either been stolen or carjacked so far this year. Over 13,000. And in response to that, Mulroy goes out there and says, you know what? We're, we're going to go ahead and waive any kinds of court fees or anything for poor criminals. So we're just going to, we want to get them back out on the streets as soon as possible. Weren't you texting me yesterday trying to convince me to come to Memphis next week? Bring Kevlar. I, by the way, I have to tell I, you this. You're doing I, a bad job at still convincing me to come out next week. So you and I have a. I can't tell. I can't tell our audience that who who this was, who this person is. But one of the top radio hosts in America, and it's not Sean Hannity. One of the top radio, and it's not Mark Levin. 
but one of the talk, top radio hosts in America. It's not me. Uh, but this, this one talk radio host, Alton, um, lives in Dallas and uh, was coming to the Memphis area and actually wrote about it on his, on his social media page. And so um, I reached out to a mutual friend that, that used to work with us and said, hey, look, you know, if this person is coming here, um, hey, I've got a list. You know, here's some places he needs to go get good ribs. If you want a good hot chicken place or if you and so, um, you know, if you're into bourbon, old Dominic's. And uh, then I said um, and and they caught they shot back with a, a message. I said, well, where's a good place to go get, you know, go hear some good, authentic Memphis blues music. And I'm like, well, it's Beale Street, but you need to bring Kevlar. Hey, we're going to go to Beale Street when I visit. So I, you have to bring uh, get two packs for us and uh, make sure that we're well protected. Oh, we'll get security. We'll get security. So you We'd know, ask Ben Deaner to be our security. I think uh, he still lives downtown. He might be a good security for well, us. You never, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll rethink that. Um, Dalton Glasscock running for Wichita City Council, and he is a rock-solid conservative. And he's a tough on crime guy too. Is that you know you go and you is that hard just to go and because you're going door to door and knocking on people's doors and normally you know if you're at home and you're watching the game and somebody's knocking on the door you know what is that like is that a hard thing to do? Oh, you just have to get used to rejection continually. Um, but that's fine. If you're in politics, you better get used to rejection. People all the time, but overwhelmingly, response has been good. I've only had two doors out of 4,000 doors slammed in my face. And so people are interested in talking, especially about local issues, because they often don't see candidates coming to their door. And when you ask people, you know, you're engaging, asking them what are the issues affecting them individually, people are willing and they want to talk to, you know, decision makers about their lives and how their lives can be improved by, you know, actions of government. And most of it at the time, it's getting government off their back uh, overwhelmingly. Um, but when it comes down to public safety, you know, again, that's a concern that you hear from people again and again across every major city. You know, fortunately, Wichita is a fairly safe community. We saw problems and we still have seen increases, you know, of violence in our community. And so people are concerned about that. And how do you address those issues, you know, when you're running for office? Why do you want to do it? I, I, I mean, it would be like, I don't know, it's like going to the dentist. Nobody wants to go to the dentist. Why do you want to run for this? A lot of work. And all you're going to hear are a lot of complaints from people. They never really compliment you guys when you do good good things. It's only you're when you screw the, up. You're asking me the day before a race that's been lasting about a year. So, hey, I'm asking myself those same questions today about why. Um, but I know it's because of the conversations and the individuals that I'm meeting. You know, in particular, I met with a couple um, in uh, my district, and their biggest concern was about unlevel sidewalks because they're, you know, wheelchair-bound, and they use the sidewalks to get their groceries. And when it's raining – they're afraid about going and getting stuck in the mud in there. So their biggest concern with City Hall was unlevel sidewalks. Oh, and so, you know, well, what, we can... what you ask me why I'm running is because of people like that and making sure that they have the resources, you know, to be able to get basic necessities. Oh, I can have a conversation about unlevel sidewalks. I'm about to have that oh, conversation yeah. down with City Hall right now. I think I've heard that conversation from you almost every day for the past couple months. So It's ridiculous. All right. Well, this is exciting. Now, Dalton, where can people go if they want to get information about your campaign? Tomorrow's Election Day. So, folks, this is it. you got to get out there and go vote. Tomorrow's Election Day, and uh, you can go to daltonglasscock.com. Uh, keep it very simple, D-A-L-T-O-N-G-L-A-S-S-C-O-C-K.com, uh, and you can get, find out more information there. All right. Now, just to make sure you're, you're doing a shindig and everything, you're going to have plenty of good food, beverage tomorrow. You got to, you can't go cheap on it. 
you basically wrote up a menu for me. So I'm serving the Todd Starnes menu um, at the election. Yeah, don't be doing tofu and all that kind of – no, you need, you know, beef and shrimp. I don't even know where I get tofu in town. I, I don't know if I could find it. Oh, it's Kansas. That's right. You guys are a beef state. I think it's banned. I think it is. I, I think so. I think it's an executive order from the governor. Good. Well – hopefully it was a republican governor all right uh dalton glasscock and uh got a lot of listeners there in the wichita area kqam the big talker dalton good luck tomorrow thank you we'll we'll talk soon on the other side of election day all right there you go ladies and gentlemen dalton glasscock one of the good guys every election matters in this country it really does by the way new polling data out over the weekend republicans um should be feeling pretty good here. But I'm telling you, right now, uh, it is over for Joe Biden. So the word has gone out. And we we told you to be prepared for this day. And it would it's going to happen very quickly. And it is happening very quickly. So the New York Times comes out with the survey. And in five out of the six battleground states, Trump is crushing Joe Biden. Crushing Joe Biden. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, as a matter of fact, and it's not just it's not just those battleground states. Overall, Trump, if the Electoral College vote was held today, Trump would win in a landslide. Cut number 13, please. This is ABC News. This is probably going to lead to a lot of Democrats increasing the chatter that Joe Biden should step aside and, and, and make room for another Democrat. And I think the problem that Democrats have is they don't know who that Democrat would be right now. I don't think that uh, people look at Kamala Harris and feel like she is ready to take that step forward. They look across the rest of the party, governors, senators, mayors, House members, and they're struggling to figure out who they could put up if it's not Joe Biden. And so I think the reality is Democrats are probably going to run Joe Biden. So and it, it, so even ABC, but they're all in on this. So the call went out. It's time to put Joe out of his misery. Uh, cut number 15. The New York Times in the right about it says, in a remarkable sign of a gradual racial realignment between the two parties, the more diverse the swing state, the farther Mr. Biden was behind. And he led only in the whitest of six. Wow, there you go. Oh, speaking of that, uh, there are protesters, and you should be able to make this out, but they're talking about Joe Biden. These are Democrats. And what's really fascinating here is that I'm not sure anybody factored in the hatred from AOC and the squad and the anti-Semites because the younger Democrats, the, the millennial Democrats and the Gen Z Democrats are by and large Jew haters. And they're very unhappy with Joe Biden right now. Cut 19. And this together now. And so we've got to stand up to the federal government. We've got to stand up to bullies. We've got to stand up to an an administration which is too male, too pale, and too stale. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Sister Sledge. Um, so you have this woman up there who is a person of color, and uh, she's talking about Joe Biden. He's too male, too pale, and too stale. <laughs> you see, folks, what if we, I, you, you, you want to feel sorry for these. You really want to, but you can't. It's They made their bed. Now they've got a lie in it. But 
it doesn't matter how woke you are, but if you're a white person in America, for this for 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 this crowd, this radical anti-Semite Jew-hating crowd out there, uh, you're never going to be cool with them. You never will be. And it's just like the the radical gays that are out there marching. We're just we're standing alongside of you, and then you've got. Hello, I'm uh, Barbara, and I'm with uh, Lesbians for Palestine. And, and and they don't want Barbara from the Lesbians for Palestine. They don't want you people anywhere around their movement. We stand in solidarity. No, Barbara, they don't want you to stand in solidarity. They just do not. They do not. Oh, by the way, did you see the picture over the weekend? It was uh, you had a Pete Booty Judge, and you had Mrs. Uh, is it Mrs. Chastity, but Mr. Booty? Uh, anyway, you you had the uh, the, the husband, and uh, then you had Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> What's that Sesame Street song? One of these things is actually no, you can't sing it because they're all just like that. Every everybody is the same in that photograph. There you go. All right, eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. That's our number. Uh, this is the Todd Stern Show. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. We've been telling you about our relationship, our partnership with Newsmax. And by the way, Hour 3, we will be simulcasting across all of N2, the new uh, platform uh, by Newsmax. Millions of people are watching Newsmax. It is the best on cable news. It's just really just remarkable. And now they're introducing Newsmax Plus. Now, Newsmax is expanding with this brand-new platform, Newsmax Plus. It includes all of Newsmax's shows, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, and Eric Bowling. They're all on Newsmax Plus, along with our good buddy Mike Huckabee, Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, even Carrie Lake. And by the way, nobody covers President Trump like Newsmax, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody. Nobody in the press asks the tough questions about Joe Biden like Newsmax. And now Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. And uh, so here's the deal. They want you to take a free test drive, right? It's not like you got to plop down cash without checking it out first. No, they want you to take a free test drive with Newsmax Plus. All you have to do is go to this website, NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. You can sign up for a free trial. It just really takes a couple of minutes to sign up, and you're going to love it. You're going to get a special code, and you can watch Newsmax Plus on our free app on your smartphone or or on your uh, home TV set. I love it. I think it's going to be exciting. By the way, um, I lost. I don't know how I did this. I lost my Apple TV remote. Have you guys ever done this? You've lost your Apple TV. I don't know what happened to it. So anyway, um, they said, well, Starnes, you can, uh, you know, there." so the guy at the Apple store said, hey, look, well, you can use your smartphone. You can use your your um, your iPhone and you can search it. You find my remote. Well, it turned out, I guess I had not, I had not gotten the new update. And uh, Dylan, it's crazy right now because I can't find any. My phone is doing weird stuff because I didn't bother to actually read to see what the upgrades were. And I still can't find my Apple TV remote. I'm going to have to go buy a new one. Dead gummit. All right, got to take a break here, folks. 844-747-8868. That's our number. 844-747-8868. Coming up, we're getting an update from our friends at Patriot Mobile. They're doing some great stuff for Israel. You're going to love that story. We'll be right back, folks. 
All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us. Can, can we can we talk for a moment about about football? And um, by the way, great game. Tennessee Volunteers just crushed UConn. Players disrespecting our field, and so we had to we had to lay down the smack. And they they brought it, folks. It was pretty awesome. So anyway, good for you guys. Um, but um, there is a there there's there's a guy that plays for USC. He's a quarterback, and maybe this is this is a question. Here's the question: Are are we raising a generation of wusses? Is in, in all seriousness, are we raising a generation of wusses? By the way, um, Dell and I will say this: I, I was talking to your mom on the phone over the weekend. Turn your microphone on. So I was, um, I had to call your mom about something in between. I I was waiting for the Vols to come on. I think Ole Miss was playing, and I think that's your. Is that the school your dad really likes? Yeah, yeah both both parents. Yeah. So, you, but your mom, we we're chatting, and all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Your dad is so quiet yeah. and so peaceful. He's a very gentle man, but I was somewhat terrified. <laughs> Like Amy, what's going on? What that? Do we no, need to call nine one one? Breaking in, just uh, probably a touchdown from Ole Miss. Uh, yeah. So, did they end up winning? They Ole did. Miss. Wow. And it was a pretty close game, but a good one. That's right. It was. It was close. That was. I watched the Alabama game too. Yeah, good um, game that as was, well. I it was look. It was a great game. It was a great game. So then you have USC. Are you you're familiar with Caleb Williams? Oh yeah, the Heisman almost favorite. Yeah, so the guy, and I know they fired the defensive coordinator after this game, which they should have done, because it was just, I mean, man, it was like a slugfest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a what a high-scoring game. Yep. And so the guy, is he the guy that painted his fingernails? Oh, yeah, he is. He I'm, is the guy. I'm not going to, look, if you're a guy and you're it's your fingernails, <laughs> you know, you do what you want to do, I guess, whatever that means. Anyway, the guy is crying on the um so after the game they lost the game and i guess he sees his mom up in the stand so he kind of jumps up and he is like i mean shoulder shaking weeping and so a lot of people are giving the guy grief over that and they're saying there's no crying in football what are you doing yeah and then he turns around and during this they have a press conference and uh, he talks about, do we have this audio? I'm, okay, we. <laughs> this is, it's just weird. I, I, it's just, I, and, and again, it goes back to, have we raised a new, a weird generation of guys? So this is what he had to say at the press conference. I want to go home and cuddle with my dog and watch some shows. I don't know what I like. You know, we lost the game. So, uh, um, okay, that's it. So he wants to go home and cuddle with his dog and and, and watch some shows. What does he watch, Oprah? <laughs> I mean, this Dr. Phil? Whatever helps him. I I guess. I mean, but then you when you go back and, and someone was making the comparison – well, go back and look at what Tim what Tim Tebow did. You know when they lost a big game, it's you know he was he was in charge, he was yet disappointed. 
upset, yeah, but you know what? You, you he had a manly response. I yeah, they I, handled I, losses tragically different, like drastically very different. different. <laughs> I'm not sure Nick Saban would have would. I'm not sure he would sign off on this. I don't think any NFL team would sign off on this. I don't think any SEC football team would. <laughs> NFL, I don't know. I maybe NFL now. But just think about this, and, and I don't mean this being disrespect. This is going to sound bad, but let's just say you're the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, and you need a quarterback, and you're watching that game, and you see this guy after the loss, the heartbreaking loss, jump up into the stands and cry in his mommy's lap, and then he announces at the press conference that he's going to go home and cuddle with his dog. Is that the quarterback you want leading your team? I mean, it is something to think about, right? I I don't know. It's just weird. You know, Rush used to talk about this a lot, that um, there was like this wussification of, of major league sports, and especially uh, the NFL, because the feminazis were coming after the NFL, right? And he turned out to be very prophetic. Very prophetic. How about Josh Dobbs, by the way? The guy just shows up. He's the new QB for uh, what uh, for Minnesota. Didn't even know anybody's name. <laughs> just goes out there and does the job. Good for you, sir. Good for you. And so, anyway, I'm just kind of, it just seems like something is weird with this younger generation. And it kind of concerns me. Because how many times over the past uh, couple of weeks now have we heard young American men, young men, say I, they can they can they can institute the draft, but I'm not going. I'm not fighting for this country. I'm. Did you ever think that you would hear something like that? That kind of talk. And no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this has anything to do with that. But I'm just saying it's it's a it's a different vibe. I don't think back in back in the 80s, back in the 90s, that you would see football players behave like that. I don't know. I mean, at first I thought maybe he broke a nail or something. That, that can be painful there. you know. I mean, it's very painful. I, I'm just curious. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Speaking of the NFL, Philadelphia Eagles – that's a rough crowd. They booed Santa Claus one year. You hear about that, Dylan? It's a, it, they're horrible people. I've heard they're pretty pretty rough fans. <laughs> great fans, and they have great Philly cheesesteaks. But, man, <laughs> they're just very bad people. If you're playing against them, they're very bad people. But, but we love them. They make it entertaining. So, anyway, the Eagles are playing, and there is a guy. Uh, his name is George Norcross. And uh, he's a big-time power broker in New Jersey, very wealthy man, had a private suite at the game Sunday, and I think Chris Christie was there and was a guest of his, Krispy Kreme. And so anyway, they're enjoying the game. Uh, Norcross draped a – it's one of these fusion flags. It's a half-American flag, and it sort of morphs into an Israeli flag, and, and he draped it over his, um, his private – sweet there in the in the football stadium so anyway somebody's filming all of this and we've got the we got the video up at toddsterns.com so these big old burly security guards come in 
and they tell the guy, "Hey, you can't, you cannot have that flag, and we're kicking you out of the stadium." And they physically removed this very powerful man out of the stadium. And then somebody, and then as they're leaving, somebody goes back and literally just grabs the flag and crumples it up. I mean, it's pretty despicable. So the people that are filming this, they're like, they were looking, de- they were looking up. So they were down looking up, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're they're getting the flag!" And people start booing. They're booing the security guards. I mean, it was really bad behavior from the the vantage point of the security guards, even by Philadelphia's low standards. You know, the only thing that could have made that worse is if Taylor Swift had been there. I, I just don't get that, Dylan. I'm still not understanding. Maybe she could write a song about it. But it's been a weird, it's just been a weird NFL season. Yeah, football's weird now. Not enjoyable. No, it's not. I felt like I'm watching some sort of a, a reality dating yeah, show. Exactly my thought. Right? It's just kind of creepy. All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. You know, we we talk a lot about Patriot Mobile, and we're so blessed to have this great partnership with Patriot Mobile. Uh, They're doing some incredible work. Do you realize, folks, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier? And that's a rare thing, the only one. They not only share our beliefs, but they're doing something about it, donating a portion of every dollar to organizations that are fighting for causes that that we care about. So I want to encourage you to switch to Patriot Mobile right now. Use the promo code TODD to get free activation and a free gift. Very simple. PatriotMobile.com slash TODD. That's PatriotMobile.com slash TODD. Or give them a call, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use my promo code TODD. And you're going to get a special discount and free premiere activation. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us. Hang tight if you're on hold. We're going to get to your calls uh, momentarily. Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and uh, we are just honored to have the Chief Communications Officer for Patriot Mobile, Lee Wamsgans, with us. Lee, hope you're doing good today. Hey, Todd, I'm doing great. Thank you. Lee, I'm so excited about uh, this incredible work that you guys are are doing with Mercury One, our friend Glenn Beck and his great foundation, uh, Getting Americans Out of Israel. Uh, Tell us about what you guys are are doing and, and how you're a part of this great effort. Well, we love Glenn Beck. He's a great partner of ours, and we love Mercury One. We've been supporters of them for years. It's just a wonderful nonprofit And uh, what a lot of people don't know is within 48 hours, uh, Mercury One raised over $300,000 to send medical supplies to Israel. Um, The medical people on the ground there in Israel went through a year's worth of medical supplies in the first two weeks following that horrific October 7th attack. And Glenn and his team dove in and sent over some much-needed supplies you know, those attacks were horrific. They were bloody. They were, they were just gruesome and the worst of the worst. You can just imagine how much those supplies were needed. 
And, and and it was so exciting to to see so many uh, of our listeners and so many patriots around the nation just rising up and and doing their part. And you know, this is what it's about. You know, standing together and standing alongside our friends in Israel and letting them know that that they've got a friend here in the United States. Absolutely. A couple of other things Patriot Mobile has done. Um, you know, after these attacks happen, your first instinct is is what can you do? You feel like you want to do something, and you feel pretty helpless, Todd, you know, and, of course, your heart is broken. And um, we dove in, and Sunday, October 15th, we co-sponsored the Texas Stands with Israel rally. There were hundreds of people there, rabbis, pastors, Christians, and Jews gathered together to pray and worship here in the DFW area just last yesterday. We sponsored another uh, rally. It was the Fort Worth Stands with Israel March and Prayer Rally. And we spoke at that rally and provided free T-shirts to attendees. And um, we've just been trying to use whatever voice we have and whatever resources we have to let the people of Israel know that we stand with them in solidarity. We are praying for them. We are committed to help in any way we can. I love this. And and again, uh, this was yesterday, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in Fort Worth. Uh, Fort Worth stands with Israel, a march and a prayer rally. Lee, why are you guys doing this? You know, some people might say, wait, they're a cell phone company, a wireless provider. Why are you guys doing all of this? Well, you know, we give a portion of every dollar we earn to nonprofit organizations that are conservative Christian organizations. We have four pillars, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the sanctity of life, and we support our military and first responders. But above all, we exist to glorify God. And God is very clear about Israel. Genesis 12, 3 tells us God will bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. So our hearts are very much in line with supporting our Jewish brothers and sisters. Well, I, I, and it's a noble thing. And, and what, I, what I love is that the, the work that you guys are putting into these causes it's making a difference. And I have to imagine, Lee, at the end of the day, for you guys at Patriot Mobile, that has to be a blessing to see that change is happening in America because of of not only the work of the people there at Patriot Mobile, but also uh, from your customers. Well, it's really just a general part of supporting the red economy. I think for many, many years, the blue economy had taken over corporate America. And I really didn't come to the forefront of people's minds until they saw how much money BLM was sort of uh, threatening. They would, they would call businesses, you know, bigots and racists if they didn't, you know, give hundreds of thousands of dollars to their organization. And all of that started to become very public in 2020. And um, that's really when the red economy took off. And that's really, even though Patriot Mobile is about to, we're celebrating our 10 year anniversary this month, but that's really when our business took off. When the uh, people who would not support BLM and called truth to those causes that were not, in fact, they were quite opposite of what they represented themselves to be. They were quite racist. When the true conservatives and true people who fight for freedom of all people, of all faiths, of all, you know, here's the thing. The, the, The other side is really judging people based on what they look like and how they worship. We're seeing that in the streets of people supporting Hamas right now and the people really loudly wishing for the harm to our Jewish brothers and sisters. The right, the Christians in America, 
You know, we're, we support the Second Amendment, whether we agree with you or not. We support your freedom of religion, whether you share our faith or not. That is what America is founded for, on. That is the freedom of America, and that's what Patriot Mobile stands for to the tune of putting our money where our mouth is. And we do give a portion of every dollar we make to that. We're the, we are the same as the other cell phone providers, 4G, 5G, nationwide coverage. We're on all the same towers. The difference with Patriot Mobile is you are supporting a cause that you can stand with and that you can be proud of as a Christian conservative in America. Well said. And again, folks, if you would like more information, very simple. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd or call them 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Use my promo code Todd and you're going to get that great free premier activation. Lee, we're going to leave it there. Appreciate the great work that you guys are doing. And uh, we just love, we love the impact that it's making in this country. Thank you, Todd. You're a blessing. We love you, too. God bless you. All right, uh, folks. Uh, Patriot Mobile, you got to get on board. It is, it's an awesome service, and uh, you're going to love it. Trust me on that. All right, real quick, let's go to the phones. Logan in North Carolina. Hi, Logan. What's going on? Hey, Todd. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you for asking. Good. I appreciate you taking my call. Yep. I was listening to you on a caller earlier talking about um, Donald Trump and how, uh, you know, or, you know, basically you feel that he's being uh, improperly prosecuted. And I'm just curious how you are justifying your support of this man. Well, he, you mean as, as the next president of the United States, why am I supporting him? Well, I mean, I believe he believes he's the leading uh, candidate on the Republican side well, at the moment. But so do all the polls I, I in America. I don't believe I don't believe that he will be on the ballot come November of 2024. I mean, you do realize that he is currently charged with 91 felony counts in four different cases, right? That's right. And, and Logan, we have something in this country called innocent until proven guilty. And it's pretty clear to me they don't have the goods on him. And it is a witch hunt. Truly do believe that. Logan, I've got to run. They're going to cut me off here, but give us a call back. This is the Todd Stern Show. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's it. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. It is an honor to be with you, Hour 3 of the big show. And we want to welcome all of our great radio listeners across America and also our Newsmax listeners as well. So great to have you guys joining us on N2 Today. Our telephone number is 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Now, I want to say something about Pastor John Hagee. I like this guy. You know, Pastor Hagee has been one of the the true stalwarts when it comes to evangelicals supporting the nation of Israel. And Pastor Hagee yesterday at his church actually delivered what I believe to be one of the strongest defenses of the nation of Israel that I've heard in the United States. Let's play 
Uh, cut number 16, please. Okay, let's get, uh, guys, if we could please play cut number 16, please. Clock of every anti-Semitic nation. Israel is America's only true friend in the Middle East. Israel is the apple of God's eye. Israel is unique to God. First Chronicles 17 says, For you, God Almighty, have made your people Israel your very own people forever. Listen to that word, forever. You, Lord, have made your people Israel yours forever. Forever means right now. It means a million years from now. God does not break covenant, and he certainly has not broken covenant with Israel. Consider the distinct features of Israel in the Bible. In Exodus 19, God makes these promises to Israel. God tells Moses to inform the Jewish people, You shall be a kingdom, a priest, and a holy nation. There is no other nation to whom God has ever made those words. The Jewish people are chosen. They are cherished. They are the apple of God's eye. They are a people of covenant, and God has never broken that covenant with the Jewish people. Never. What you do to Israel, America, God will do to us. The day we stop blessing Israel will be the day God stops blessing the United States of America. The Bible records, I, God, have chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there forever. King David says in Psalms 132, The Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his habitation. Simple phrase, God lives in Jerusalem. Habitation, he lives there. When Messiah comes, he's not coming to Washington. He's not coming to Berlin. He's not coming to the United Nations. He's going straight to the city of Jerusalem, put his foot on the Mount of Olives, and establish the eternal kingdom of peace. Well, there you go. Um, well done, Pastor Hagee. And if only people up in Washington, D.C. could actually hear the words coming out of this man's mouth, because he's speaking a lot of truth, a lot of truth right now when it comes to what's happening uh, with Israel. And and what really concerns me here, folks, is that we are now living in an age where I do see that the United States could end up standing against Israel. We've got that many people in this country, many of them here illegal, many of them were brought here by Barack Hussein Obama, and they want to destroy the nation of Israel. They do. That's what this is all about. So don't buy, look, don't buy into this idea that Joe Biden is is a personal close friend of Benjamin Netanyahu. That doesn't factor into the equation anymore because we now know that Joe Biden is not calling the shots in his own administration. Um, Barack Hussein Obama is doing that, not Joe Biden. So we've got a big problem here, folks. And I'm telling you, the Democrats, and they see this, the Democrats understand that their base is is anti-Semitic. It's a horrible thing, but that's the reality for the Democrats. So here you have a Congresswoman, uh, Pramila Jayapal, trying to explain all of this. Cut number six. 
But I will tell you, this is the first time, Jen, that I have felt like the 2024 election is in great trouble for the president and for our democratic control, which is essential to moving forward. And by the way, and, and she's talking about the administration's support of Israel. So you're going to you're going to see a big push within the Democrat circles for the president to to engage in a ceasefire and force the Israelis to do that. Israel Israel's not going to do that, folks. That there will be no ceasefire. Hamas can surrender, but there will not be a ceasefire, and, and that's that's the problem here. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Do you stand with Israel? It's a very simple question. Or do you believe there should be a ceasefire and that the United States should have absolutely no play in what's happening over there right now? What concerns me is what happened in our capital over the weekend, where you had tens of thousands of these pro-Hamas Muslims marching in the streets, causing all sorts of mayhem. They vandalized a McDonald's. They destroyed a couple of police cars. Uh, only one person was arrested. Only one person was arrested. Let me say this. Had those protesters been wearing red MAGA hats, all of them would have been in jail. All of them. But to see that large of a crowd outside the White House and the, the Secret Service, they were outnumbered. By the way, the same thing happened in London, and we have video up on our website of one of the police officers saying, They were telling military veterans, British military veterans, hey, guys, don't be flying the Union Jack. Don't be flying the flag of this nation because you might upset the Muslims who are marching in the streets, and there are more of them than there are of you. It's a great point. But this is what happens when you allow unfettered, unfettered immigration. Now, I want to play this audio of President Obama here. The guy is a great orator, but I want you to think about something here. This man never says anything. He can give a great speech, but he says nothing. And a lot of people believe that Barack Hussein Obama is our most intelligent or intellectual president. I would contend that he's about as dumb as a box of rocks. Cut number four. You can speak one side of the truth. And in some cases, you can try to maintain your moral innocence, but that won't solve the problem. And so if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And you then have to admit nobody's hands are clean, that all of us are complicit to some degree, I look at this and I think back, what could I have done during my presidency to move this forward as hard as I tried? I've got the scars to prove it. Stop giving Iran money, But there's a part of me that's still saying, well, was there something else I could have done? That's the conversation we should be having. Not just looking backwards, but looking forward. And, And that can't happen if we are confining ourselves to our outrage. I would rather see you out there talking to people, including people who you disagree with. If you genuinely want to change this, then you've got to figure out how to speak to somebody on the other side and listen to them 
and understand what they are talking about and not, and not dismiss it. Because you can't save that child without their help. Not in this situation. All right. So there you have President Obama. And he's saying, you know, we're, we are, all of our hands are dirty here. No, that's simply not true. His hands are dirty because he actually gave Iran the seed money to do what happened on October the 7th. Now, he did it a long time ago, back during his administration, during his time in office, and they were giving Iran even more money back. But ultimately, his hands are just as dirty as the Iranians are. But our hands, my hands are clean, clean as a bell. You know why? Because I stand with the nation of Israel. I don't stand with the Islamic radicals like Barack Hussein Obama does. And I know that this man professes himself to be a Christian of the Jeremiah KKK, America KKK, America's chickens have come home to roost. He, he ascribes to that sort of theology. But he sure is friendly with these Islamic radicals. And it really does make you wonder, where does his allegiance lie here? I mean, the guy professes to be a person of faith, and yet he's always bashing his own religion. Look, Joe Biden's the same way, right? He goes to, he goes to Mass every, every weekend, and yet he doesn't follow any of the teachings of the Catholic Church. What's up with that? So I'm not saying, look, if the man says, I'm this way, then I have to believe that. But God does know your heart. All right, let's go to Independence, Alabama. Ricky on the line, watching us on N2. Hi, Ricky. What say you? I'm doing all right, Todd. I'm just let you know that you know I support Israel like you do, and I'm not going. I'm not going to give in to the Hamas. They need to do away with all those people up here in Washington. It's walking the streets. It's Hamas. They need to send them back home. Get them out of this country because they ain't going to do nothing but terrorize this country when the other country tells them to go ahead and do it. So they need to, Israel needs to go ahead and just take over Gaza and just take that land back and just make it all one big country of Israel and make it peaceful. That's all I want to say, Mr. Todd. Well, Ricky, I appreciate your call, and thank you for, thank you for watching us on N2. And look, uh, folks, it's uh, clear to me Israel, it, they're doing what needs to be done. And uh, there could have been there could have been a path forward. Keep in mind that Israel pulled out of Gaza back in 2005. And when they did, they left behind an incredible agricultural community, something that was very prosperous. And what did, what did the Gazans do? They dismantled everything, everything, and they turned it over to Hamas, ladies and gentlemen, and they turned it into a true terrorist state. So all the problems, all the things happening – uh, in Gaza right now, the only people to blame for that are, in fact, the Gazan people. I mean, it really is that simple. All right, let's go to Charles in Statesville, North Carolina, listening to us on WSIC. Hi, Charles. What's on your mind today? Hey, Todd. Todd, I just uh, as I've been listening to your show today, and uh, I just you know keep thinking what I heard uh, last weekend on one of Steve Bannon's podcasts with Jack Lasovic, just how. This war in the Middle East is really not just a war on Israel, but it's a war on the entire Judeo-Christian Western civilization that's been unfolding now for well over a thousand years. 
And from day one, Charles, from day one, we were the only radio program, only podcast in America that correctly framed this as a religious war, because that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And there's three pillars, Todd, of Western civilization. You have Roman law, you have Greek philosophy, and you have Judeo-Christianity that came out of Jerusalem. And all three uh, aspire and accept a superior, you know, to ourselves, which is God and which is manifested in Jesus Christ. And the cultural Marxist in this country and the Islamic theocrats over there absolutely despise that theology and that civilization. And they've been trying to destroy it ever since, which is why you see these cultural Marxists in this country aligning themselves with the radical uh, Islamists over there. And so even though while the war is going on in Jerusalem, it's extending now to the southern border. That's what's coming across. That's who was in Washington, D.C. this weekend. And if we don't wake up and shut that border right now and deport these people, we're asking for some serious problems. No doubt about it. I mean, that really is the bottom line. Uh, and the reporting uh, coming out from uh, over the weekend, uh, good friends of mine that are reporting boots on the ground on the border, and they're saying that uh, you've got men of military age who are Middle Eastern coming into this country. You better wake up, folks. you got to prepare. and You have to hope and pray nothing happens in your community, but the worst possible thing is for you to be unprepared in the event something happens. Uh, Charles, appreciate that call. And again, look, no need to be terrified. No need to be hysterical about it. You just prepare. Do your homework. Do your research. Find out what you need, the supplies you need, to take care of your family in the event that the power goes out and it doesn't come back on for a couple of weeks, for example. All right, we've got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starn Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. I want to go back to this polling data that came out over the weekend. Folks, uh, this is this is not happening in a vacuum. And uh, for all of our new listeners and new viewers on uh, N2, we believe in puzzle pieces and putting the puzzle pieces together. And, and we've been doing that for quite some time here. And one of the puzzles we've been working on is uh, is the 2024 presidential race and who the nominee is going to be for the Democrats. Trump's got the, the RNC locked up here. But the Democrats, I felt for a long time that Biden was not going to be the guy. And so it was a matter of watching the signs. And we know for a fact that people have been going to the Bidens behind the scenes. Mrs. Dr. First Lady Jill Biden, she's been the one who's been resisting, telling her husband to stay put and fight the good fight. It's elder abuse, in my estimation. That aside, now we're watching the TV networks turning on Biden. And this is not by chance. This is all part of the plan. I want you to listen to cut number eight. Biden in five of the six key battleground states, including some rather large leads in Nevada and Arizona. Yeah, it's not an outlier. We've seen similar polls like this that show in that hypothetical matchup, which doesn't seem all that hypothetical anymore of Biden uh, versus Trump. It shows that he can actually win and is leading in these battleground states. But, George, I have to tell you, one thing to consider here is uh, 
you know, Trump has been in the news over the last year or so based on the uh, on these criminal cases, uh, the civil case in New York. But people have not been paying attention to what Trump has become. Trump, since he left the White House, and this is really the theme of my book, uh, has become more detached from reality than he ever was even in the White House. If you think of where we were in January of 2021, uh, that's the starting point for where a Trump presidency would be next time around. So I think he's had largely, believe it or not, a, a free ride. Again, the criminal cases we know about. But what he's thinking, what he's doing, he, he had a, a, a speech just the other day in Texas where he referred to the people that are in prison because they attacked the U.S. Capitol and beat up police officers. He called them not prisoners, but hostages. Um, he, you know, we talk about Biden's age a lot. Biden's negatives are on television every day. You see them. Um, Trump right, well, is- let me jump in here. First of all, they are hostages. You've got people that have been in jail for over a year. They still haven't been charged with a crime. They have not been to trial. Explain to me, by the way, explain to me why people, people are doing a hard time for, for banging on the gates of the Capitol. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. They still haven't thrown Trump out of the court just yet. But I got I, I am excited about this, this version of Donald Trump that's in that New York City courtroom. He's not taking crap from this judge. He's not taking crap from Letitia James either. And by the way, Letitia James out there saying, oh, this has nothing to do with politics. Oh, yes, it does. I want you to take a listen to cut number 20. The president of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, that I campaigned against him. That is not true. This illegitimate president who sits in the White House. That president, because he's not my president, he's an illegitimate president. His days are numbered. His days are numbered. We've got to get ready to mobilize, and we've got to get ready to agitate and irritate until victory is won, but more importantly, until Trump is defeated. We will all rise up and resist this man. And ultimately, we'll bring him down. This illegitimate president, I'm going to give you the same level of respect that you gave to President Obama, and that is absolutely no respect at all. Donald Trump has got to go, hey, hey. That is not true. All right. There you go. That's Letitia James. You heard her on the campaign trail saying over and over and over again that she, her mission in life was to get Donald Trump. And there she is sitting in that courtroom smirking every single day. Look, the American people see through all of this. They understand that the judge is a radical leftist who was, who was uh, yucking it up for the camera guys on, on day one of the trial a card-carrier member of the ACLU, a radical leftist who hates Donald Trump. So everybody sees this. They know what's going on. And this is why the mainstream media is so, they're so conflicted, because they don't understand. They're like, but but Donald Trump has been charged. He's in a courtroom. Why are people supporting him? Because they see that it really is a witch hunt. 
That's what's going on here. 844-747-8868. Do you still stand with Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868. I want to play a snippet of a of a beautiful new song that's out there, and it really does sum up what I believe is what's happening in this country. Cut 21. But a new generation dividing the nation is hating and breaking what made it great and trying to fake it and take it on over to the extreme, thinking freedom is free. If only they could see the way it used to be. I miss the old days when we came together and we'd all say, let's make it better. But that train jumped the track. Let's bring the country back home, sweet home of the brave and the yeah, I think a lot of people miss America. Do you miss America, ladies and gentlemen? I, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. The man uh, who is singing that song joins us. He is an incredible artist and songwriter, Mason Douglas. And uh, congratulations, Mason, on this new viral music video you've got, I Miss America. Thank you so much, Todd. Yeah, thanks for uh, <clears throat> giving that a little little airtime there, and, and appreciate you having me on to, to talk about it. That's awesome. Thank you. Let, and let's talk about it, Mason, because I think a lot of people out there, they, they can relate to the sentiment in the song. They really do miss the America that, that we grew up with. I, mean, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, but a lot of people growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, they're missing that version of America, too. Sure. I mean, we all have kind of a, I mean, it's idealistic, idealistic a little bit to look at the Rockwell sort of America that is, uh, you know, long, long past, but there are still certain elements that we can regain. And I think a lot of those are just everybody kind of stepping back a little bit, seeing more eye to eye. Nobody needs to stop thinking what they're thinking. However, just even recent polls have said that Somebody thinking thinking about the other side, somebody being Democrat or somebody Republican, is enough to consider violence, and that is just absolutely r- ridiculous. That's heading to, obviously, as we know, uh, um, a civil war that we just don't uh, we don't need to do. We can all get together, we can all figure our stuff out. We got enough problems overseas, internationally, and uh, so our our big uh, message with this song is just unity, less fighting, more uniting. Again, uh, we've got a long way to go on that, but it's got to start somewhere. So hopefully, this song makes uh, makes a few people maybe just um, maybe just put a little pause in there and and uh, start communicating a little bit more. Less name calling, less violence, no out of context gaslighting, all the uh, all the, the the trigger words that that were coming up against the headlines. We need to just kind of kind of pull back from those. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I think the challenge, though, uh, Mason, is that all of that is coming from the left. There, there's only one side that's trying to silence people. There's only one side that's trying to uh, shut down country music artists, for example. There's a, a story about Jason Aldean uh, there in Tennessee um, and, and a school apologizing for playing his music. And, and that's what, you know, that's what really concerns a lot of people is, you know, I'm a conservative. I believe you ought to live your life however you want to live your life. But there are a lot of people on the other side of that equation who say, no, sir, you have to believe everything we believe. And if you don't, we're going to cancel you. We're going to come after you. Absolutely. Yes, and that's the scary part. And as much 
you know, we see it in the media day in and day out, second in, second out, but it's also the education system. It's uh, infiltrated the colleges, high schools, as we've seen, it's gone into the uh, into the elementary school and even before that. So there's a, a lot of work to be done on that. And yeah, there, we're, we're getting silenced. I'm, I'm my, the, the backlash in this song has actually been pretty minimal on normal, normal, like, not even like-minded, but just, uh, open-minded individuals both right and left it's the trolls on tiktok that kind of come back and uh and <laughs> give the give the backlash and, and cause all kinds of uh name calling but the big point of this song is that we're all we're all living a little bit more middle than we think there are definitely people who are on the right fringes and left fringes but i bet the, the america that i remember that kind of where the song came from was sitting around the the, obviously the family the table, which uh, we can talk about the video here in a second, which I'd love to do, but sitting around the family dinner table talking, even if you have differing opinions, sitting at a picnic with somebody and a coworker or a friend who may not totally have your, uh, um, your, your same thought press, but having the actual conversation with them in order to uh, bring up points, educated points, not just arguing. And um, so that's what we're, uh, yeah, that, that's where it all begins, is trying to just get to those little bit more like-minded people starting there, and then we can work on the people who don't entirely disagree, who think we're racist and Nazis and all that stuff. That obviously uh, is going to be a, a big target that will will be tough to challenge. MasonDouglasMusic.com is the website, folks. MasonDouglasMusic.com. And let's talk about this video. Um, one of my favorites uh, from Saturday Night Live, uh, Victoria Jackson is, is is in the video. I mean, you've got some, you have some fun folks in this thing. Oh, we do. We, we knew it was a serious subject, and again, you can only get so heavy. You were just talking about Jason Aldean, and obviously his is a super heavy video, and uh, we could have gone that route pretty easily, but we wanted to want to just have a little bit of fun with it. And then when we got Victoria Jackson on board, we knew we had absolute gold mine with a com- comedy legend just uh we had her plus some uh, oddity improv specialists here from uh from nashville they were lending their talents to the uh, to the video and it's just a fun take it's so much stuff got left on the cutting room floor that i wish they'd make about four other videos because there's so much that just made us crack up we we're having a blast making it but again the underlying message is uh is there um as everyone, anyone will see who watches the video, we're all kind of sitting around the table. There's the woke sister. There's the redneck brother. There's the mom trying to keep it all together. Everybody's fighting. And then uh, we realize what brings us all back to the, to the main point of why America is great, why we are who we are. And um, we have that, uh, that moment where everybody realizes, yes, this is a great country. All we need to do is just uh, – give each other a little bit more leeway again like you said probably coming from the left a little bit more that needs to be done so that's where uh, that is that mission there our, our mission is less fighting more uniting and uh, as a lyric in the song says trying to trying to cancel that division all right i like that mason uh we're gonna leave it there folks you can go to mason that's mason and check out all of uh, his great work mason Really appreciate. Congratulations on the uh, the great viral music video. Thanks, Todd. Thanks again for having me and having a chat here. Appreciate All right. that. Good guy there, folks. Mason Douglas, an artist and songwriter, his new viral music video, I Miss America. But, you know, it is interesting. You know, folks, you know, well, you know, everybody's, you know, Obama, oh, everybody's doing it. No, 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 no. Let's take a look at Israel. Just real quick here for it. I, I want to illustrate this point. One side, Israel is saying, hey, live in peace, live and let live. You do you, 
will do us. Just don't blow us to smithereens. What does the other side say? Eradicate the Jews. Exterminate the Jews. There is no there are there is no two sides there, folks. There's one side, right? And the same thing here in America. It's the left that's going out there and trying to cancel everybody. So the left, they don't want you to be able to live your life how you want to live your life. They don't. You either comply with their demands or they will cancel you. And Jason Aldean, by the way, is a great example of that. All right, uh, let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Florida. Connie is watching us on Newsmax. Hi, Connie. What's on your mind? Well, I was just listening to you, and I believe in everything that you just said about everything. But I believe that we have a two-tier justice system when it comes to Donald Trump. Boy, is that not the truth, Connie? I mean, there's they've got no evidence. They they have absolutely zero evidence that this guy's done anything wrong. But they still try to crucify him. But you know what? There's more of us than there is more of them. They just don't know it. It's you know what, Connie? It's I I hope you're right. I really do. Uh, but I'm 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 watching these big crowds over the weekend, and I am very 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 concerned that we may be we may have been overrun and and i i think we'll we'll be able to fight our way out of it we don't have to but i i'm really concerned about the about where we are as a country right now all right appreciate that call connie uh thank you for listening our telephone number is 844-747-8868 that's 844-747-8868 let's go to chattanooga tennessee Mike is hanging out with us, the owner of the great NougaRadio.com. Hi, Mike. What's going on? Yeah, blasting over three stations here, Todd. Sound great. That's why music artists just play their music and really keep their political opinions to themselves. I love when they, you know, like, I'm proud to be an American, or at least I say, I think we think we're free. We're not a free country. Get over it. We're don't be occupied. don't be ripping on Lee Greenwood now. He's an American hero. <laughs> I, listen, I played country music, and I would sing. At least we think we're free. We have mandated auto insurance. We have checkpoints. My buddy got his his door kicked in by jack booted uh, booted thugs because they wanted to arrest his son on something minor, and they arrested him too. Kicked his door in. These these are the dying throes of a republic. There's nothing more they can steal from us. So the bullies in uniform and the bullies in the bureaucracy are now using violence. And yeah, the left is bad. But you know what? The so-called right is, too. Because what can we do? Can anyone name me what we can do? I wish they'd call you a show without permission from somebody. Anything. Anything. Just one thing. Well, Mike, uh, to your point, I will go all the way back to the aftermath of the 9-11 terrorist attacks, uh, the Muslim terrorist attacks, when you had George W. Bush creating the, the whole the, this whole Department of Homeland Security, the Patriot Act. Uh, now you've got to get manhandled. Uh, you know, poor grandma, they get to second base with your grandma at TSA checkpoints, and meanwhile they let the terrorists just walk right onto the airplanes. Or the illegal aliens who don't even have to show an ID, they just get to hop on a plane and as you guys in, in Chattanooga learned, Mike, about a year or so ago, they will drop them off right there in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The problem is, Todd, Democrats ran this country until Ronald Reagan. 
They controlled primarily the Congress, and they, they, they ran us into the ground. They're communists. They don't want to admit it. The Republicans are just a bunch of socialists. But they, they ran the country into the ground, and people didn't know how to respond because our grandparents just listened to the state. Whatever the government said, my dad was drafted twice in Korea because he said you just listened to government back then. So we need education to tell people the, the two most dangerous institutions in America are attorneys. They, they are the most dangerous, and the government public schools. Both need to be abolished right now. Mike, and, and we're going to have to leave it there. We are super late for a break. Appreciate you uh, and the great work you're doing there in Chattanooga and love all of our great uh, listeners and viewers out there. Hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Um, by the way, Dylan, turn your microphone. i got to talk to you about this. This is one of the best videos I have seen from the weekend. And there were some good football games, a lot of good solid hits. But maybe the best one actually happened in the stands. Now, you were in the marching band, right? That's right. At the University of Memphis. Yeah. And what is it, the mighty? Are you guys the mighty yes. sound of the South? Yes, sir. Mighty sound of the South. That's it. Mighty sound. All right, very good. So anyway, um, I'm just curious. Did you guys ever get the hecklers, like oh, people jawing with man. you? Man, we did. When we went to the away games, that was the worst all the time. So some guy apparently came up and was just really going at it. This is the Texas Southern Band. And uh, the guy literally gets. It looked like he had a little, um, a little too much to drink. <laughs> And uh, the guy is, uh, he's like really reaming out the tuba player. And I don't know, you can't make out what he was saying, but the tuba player, they're in the middle of playing a song, and the tuba player just starts nailing the guy four times. I mean, it was like fist of fury. Oh, man. Laid the guy out and did not miss a beat. That doesn't surprise me because most of the time the band is the biggest fans of the football team, so they they're not they're not going to take that. And it seems to me that the tuba section that's sort of like the linebackers of the marching oh, band. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're the biggest guys there. They have the heaviest instrument. There, yeah, you, it's a good thing he used his fist and not the tuba. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. It would have been worse. I'm just wondering, yeah, and I mean, but then again, I mean, I don't think there's any, like, weak link in the marching band because even the uh, baton, what do you call those uh, baton twirler people? Yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, they could use that as a weapon. <laughs> it's like nunchucks. That's right. I've gotten hit with a couple of those things in my day, so. Wow. They hurt. You been, Wait, you've been hit by them? <laughs> you know, they toss them up in the air pretty high, so sometimes they don't come down in their hands. <laughs> Jeez, Maybe they land in the tuba player. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. The stories I bet you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, It's everybody thinks the marching band people are the good, you know, church-going kids, but you guys are the partiers. Oh, yeah, we're violent. We, <laughs> we, we don't take any crap from those uh, opposing teams. I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Dylan. Uh, marching band, great musician, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, uh, played the trumpet and um, is um, is very good very good at it scholarship work all right folks uh well that's gonna wrap it up hey guess what's gonna happen if you turn on newsmax 2 you're gonna be able to watch a full hour of the todd stearns radio show we're very excited folks we're gonna see you back on the radio tomorrow you be good america
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.